This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by Ben Affleck, actor, director, producer, screenwriter, from 1981 to present. It's Ben Affleck. I'm Thomas Rhett. I'm Dirk Bentley. And this is Ear Buddies. Cooking up a little catfish dinner, bud. Is that that what you're up to? That's my kind of <laughs> night. Oh, boy. Tim, I'm excited. <laughs> I um, am not. From a cowboy boots to her down home roots, she's country. From a song she plays to the prayer she prays. I'm just, I'm ripping the band aid off. She ain't afraid to stay country. Trying to get in the right mood for this. She's <sighs> I know you may not be as excited as, as I am here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gotta say, if I were to get a degree, a master's degree in anything now at this point in my life, yeah, it would be a master's degree in country music, <laughs> just in gen- generalized studies. You think that's offered anywhere? I bet. I think. I, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it is for sure. A lot of people go to Nashville to do that. <laughs> Talking country music today, and um, I mean, we won't be saying everything we have to say about the genre today. Impossible to do that in in forty minutes or whatever. Well, or even in several hours for a guy like us. Uh, we are just <laughs> going to sort of um, we're just going to rag on this genre a little bit. We're going to talk about not we're not taking cheap shots. Yeah, these are we're getting into. We're pointing out systemic issues with country music and why it's why it is largely bad. Hey girl. Oh now. Great. These are earned shots. These are uh, mm-hmm. these people deserve this vitriol. I'm uh, not gonna apologize for it. Um, but look, okay, mm-hmm. let's, if I may, Tim, and you may, <laughs> all right, uh, we're friends, we don't need to ask permission. That's true. I want people to realize that we are not taking cheap shots, and we ha- yeah. have a, uh, a knowledge of, and I would say respect for, mm-hmm. the history of country music, um, which, I mean, for me, is exactly why I'm so furious these days. The moon, shake it for me, girl. Country girl, shake it for me, girl. Shake it for me, girl. Shake it for me. Uh, it is, it should be no secret that country music was started by the working man. It is a pretty, it's one of the few uniquely American, uh, art forms. Um, Absolutely. It, used to be 
pretty power to the people. It used to be, I, I mean, Johnny Cash was a socialist. Look that up. I dedicate this song to the working man. For every man that puts in eight or ten hard hours a day of working tall and sweat, it's always got somebody looking down his neck trying to get more out of him than he really ought to have to put in. After 29 long years of working in this shop with Oni standing over me. Today when that old whistle blows, I'll check in all my gear and I'll retire. Chris Christopherson uh, was also cool. All these these big names from back in the day, uh, the people who really brought, I don't want to say founded country music, but who brought it to the mainstream. Um, it was not like it is today. Not even a little tiny bit. Well, a little tiny bit, but not very much. Quintessential example, 9 to 5, Dolly Parton, right? Eventually, I don't know, 90s? Do we think it's? Do we think it really kind of set in in the 90s in the early aughts? Well, something something happened. Yeah. So I mean, it's and I think uh, we could be talking about anything right now. What happened here, right? So uh, I w- I would say not not to dive too deep because this does get a little bit dry. I think to listen to, but uh, country music, bro. Nothing you say is ever dry to me. <laughs> That's really sweet. Um, <laughs> I lost my trend of thought. Um, <laughs> the shift towards the political right in country music, yeah. that was roughly in the 70s, and I do know a bunch mm. about it, but that's not really what we want to talk about entirely here because we could uh, spend a while talking about, uh, you know, Nixon had this big speech at the Grand Ole Opry and he uh, did that to win votes, which he won. First, country music is American. It started here. It's ours. Uh, Before we had country music at the White House, and you know, we brought it there on many occasions. Uh, because that's what George Wallace, if you remember him, big segregationist, that's what he mm-hmm. did before Nixon. Nixon used that, uh, and kind of from that point on, um, country music was voting red for the most part. Other podcasts and intelligent people uh, have talked about this better than we can, Yes, but you also have to point to... 9-11 and the aftermath of it is sort of a flashpoint now this nation that i love is falling under attack a mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye man we lit up your world like the fourth of july sort of this 
uh, reactionary uh, shift towards patriotism and, and really uh, overt patriotism in country music. Uh, again, this this was there before, but and you'll be sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. Cause we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. It's the American way. It is. And it went a long way. Um, and that didn't help. But my biggest problem with country music is the gatekeeping that is done lyrically. So that if you aren't a simple kind of guy who doesn't know the difference between Iraq and Iran, your mileage may not get you very far in the in country music these days. Right. If you don't uh, believe that real men love Jesus, Oof. if you don't think that you should always stay humble and kind, uh, <laughs> there are many more. I'm not going to waste our time. But yeah, uh, it is a massive disappointment. That's how I think of country music now. I just am utterly let down by it constantly because things didn't have to be this way real men like football cowboys and outlaws can't help but fly so high it's gonna hurt to fall uh the thing that again would be far far too easy to do is play a bunch of songs like that and say what <laughs> what is going on here because if you're not uh, a died in the wool country fan and you come to that from the outside it's pretty funny right like <laughs> at at best it's very funny at worst it is in fact offensive sure, and, I, and I mean yeah. in every way artistically and uh, well that's the main way but yeah you know <laughs> in some other ways uh, but of course that would be thousands of hours long we're not going to do that. But We're not going to do that in any way. I can just as easily vouch for some of this stuff, too. Like, country music is fun. It's not highbrow stuff, but that's not the point. You can have a lot of fun within this genre, but when all you have to say is... A cold beer and a dirty hand Calling home every chance they can To say I love you They don't need a reason Real men love Jesus Here's what it takes to be country Or here's what it takes to be a real man Or anything like that And, and just sort of list off some stuff You're not accomplishing anything useful and you're, and you're certainly not growing your umbrella that's for sure. I'm not even to get into the actual musical elements here, but to see the devolution of uh, w the subject matter and the content. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be too old men yelling at clouds here, Tim. Mm -hmm. But it is just so um, so particular to country music and reflective of just. A certain slice of the American um, life or the American... This American life? <laughs> no, the American life. Oh, sorry. Uh, and it's just that, you know, it, it 
is hard to listen to without either laughing or crying. More than just about any genre, except I think perhaps rock and roll, classic rock. Is there a genre that loves to sing about itself more than country? No, Tim, there is not. I'm looking here at the new releases just in the week as we're, the week we're recording here. Thomas Rhett has a new album. It's called Country Again. And it feels good to be country again. I spend way less time in Nashville, more time in LA. I should mention that there is a song called Country Again, and there's also a, another tune on there called What's Your Country Song. Okay. Just a couple albums over here on the new release list is Straight Out of the Country by Justin Moore. That's a new album. We just can't get enough of talking about country music in country. And I think that's what's tough for me is it has become this cynical shade of itself. It's in the 60s and 70s and 80s, country music was new and novel in in many ways. Now, you have to just sing about how country you are and sort of replicate the feeling that classic country tried to give you Mm -hmm. and just insist to the listener that you're country. And, And why? Well, because I've got a a tape deck in my truck and yep. I have a Johnny Cash tape in it right now. That's right. Uh, yeah, because it's also a, f- you know, a fun trend uh, in the last, I don't know, five years to start dropping uh, the names of the classic country stars, you know, Merle mm-hmm. and and uh, Johnny and uh, I don't know, all those guys. And it's, <laughs> it's I'm not, I don't know, <laughs> but all those guys. And, and look, Here's something important as well, is that I need mm-hmm. the listener, you, not you, Tim, the listener in general. Yeah, the other one. To realize that, like, Tim and I uh, are pretty well-versed in country music because... Yeah, you could name two classic country artists Well, right now. there. I mean, and there's a third, <laughs> Dolly Parton. There you go. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Watch this, bro. George Strait. There you go. That's excellent. We could do this for a little bit, too. Uh, But look, I mean, okay, I need to do a little more research uh, just to have that at the top of my head for these episodes, and I do apologize. No, no, it's okay. I need to be held accountable. Uh, But we have listened to, um, I I guess, modern country music Mm -hmm. and have all kinds of opinions, uh, largely positive about a lot of that. But right now... Uh, and I don't want to speak for every artist, of course. I'm not going to generalize that far to say that people like Casey Musgraves or uh, Jason Isbell aren't doing things that are cool and worthwhile. However, Absolutely. Tim, like you said, it is it is so breathtakingly cynical how it works now. And I don't mean the songs themselves come across as cynical. I mean that the industry that uh, continues to green light and bankroll that kind of, um, I'm not going to call it art, that kind of product, uh, is they, they are greedy, greasy little men 
and mm-hmm. they know exactly what their demographic wants to listen to, and it is apparently that same concept over and over. Here's what being country is. Here's what I remember from when I was sitting on the front porch. Here's the name of a country artist that I can remember, <laughs> for example. And it 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 is it signifies nothing. It is full of sound and fury. <laughs> it is a tale told by so many idiots. Here's my thing, dude. I don't need authenticity out of artists. You know? I don't Oh yeah, of course. I don't need a country star who sings about the simple life to also lead a simple life. Of course, that's not going to happen if you're It's not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. But there's something profane about how heavily we lay on those themes in country music. They've never drove through Indiana Bitten man who plowed that earth Planted that seed Busted his ass for you and me You're caught a harvest moon in Kansas And they'd understand why God made Those flyover states and go even far enough to sort of suggest that you're less of a person almost if you don't love to go fishing. When these guys are definitely not fishing. Uh, is that, it just takes it to another level that is, it really sticks in my craw. It's, okay, I'm, <laughs> I really don't want to do this again, Tim. Uh, but I'm not going to name names. I have met a number of major label country stars and they do not care about fishing in general they like to do what most young touring successful artists like to do which is of course smoke weed yeah all right so fine Uh, (laughs) but like you think about it and i think beyond Willie Nelson and Sturgill Simpson and Casey Musgraves. No, but it, why? Like, no one is no one is walking that talk. No, yeah, and, except and, them. And like you said, Tim, it does not matter, right? I mean, no. if you're looking for authenticity in your music and you want, like, in any possible realm, you're going to have a bad time. That will not yep. happen. Sorry to say. Right. But there is... The fact that that is just what they're singing because they know how great that works and that it just is sort of meaningless trash that is going to chart and is going to earn everybody some money and butter everybody's bread, that (laughs) is harder to swallow. Yes, it is. Uh, Can we dig down on a song here? Can, Can we really go in on one? I mean, I would love to, personally. Okay. Um, so, right. You know, 2014, 2015, you and I were deeply plugged into the country music scene for reasons we need not disclose That's on this right. podcast. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I yeah, I, I trailed off. I, I stopped paying super close attention to the charts and the big songs of the year. Started kind of, you know, I, I check in every now and then. 
but things go under my radar. This song from 2017 got by under my radar, and when I freaking found it the other day, I just about drove off the road into a lake and allowed myself to drown. This is the song Drunk Girl by Chris Jansen. Couple couple charge stamps got a hand looking like a rainbow in and out of every bar on a whim just like the wind blows she's either a bachelorette or coming off a breakup take a drunk girl home She's bouncing like a pinball Singing every word she never knew Dancing with her eyes closed Like she's the only one in the room Her hair's a perfect mess Falling out of that dress Take a drunk girl home Take a drunk girl home Let her sleep all alone Leave her keys on the counter Right number by the phone Oh, I have chills I see what's happening here the floor, leave the hall lights on, walk out and lock the door. That's how she knows the difference between a boy and a man. Take a drunk girl home. He really got us, didn't he? He really tricked us, didn't he? I got, I have goosebumps. Just I, yeah, I'm, I'm shivering uncontrollably right now. I am having a chemical reaction. <laughs> Into by two strangers and lovers Headed for the covers Hooking up This is a beautiful song That TV in your two yeah. bedroom Sounds <laughs> turned really off is. And through the paper thin walls You can hear the neighbor's cigarette cough There's a million things you could be doing But there's one thing you're damn sure glad you did I'm gonna cry Take a drunk girl home let her sleep all alone Leave her keys on the counter Your number by the phone Pick up her life She threw on the floor Leave the hall lights on Walk out and lock the door That's how you know The difference in a boy and a man You take a drunk girl home I, There's so much to say Boy, I can't wait until the song ends So we can chat about it a little bit but I can't. Yeah, we can't stop yet because you gotta hear this. You gotta <laughs> hear the that last bit of this song. It's really important. You took a drunk girl home in the sober light of dawn. She left you a message. She thanked you on the phone. Cause you picked up yes! her life. Oh she threw Lord. on the floor. You left the whole song. Walked out and locked I... the door. I'm taking notes right now. Difference between a boy and a man. Take a drunk girl home. That's how you know the difference between a boy and a man. Okay, Tim. So listen, dude. What just happened there? (laughs) 2017, right? What's happening in 2017? We are in the throes of the Me Too movement, right? Oh, Harvey Weinstein goes down. Boy. All these headlines being made. All these high-profile men uh, finally getting their comeuppance after years of abuse <laughs> and 
And this is funny. Happens? I'm sorry, but this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> and and what happens? Chris Jansen says, "I know. I'm gonna hop in." I'm going to hop into this discourse. He said, I got something to say. (laughs) And he offers a message that is so uh, (laughs) well-intentioned and uh, chivalrous and absolutely offensively stupid. It is a monument. It should be in a Ooh. museum. It, yeah, it, sh- it should be in a museum. It was nominated for a a, a an ACM award. So, oh, well, sort song of, then. of the year. <laughs> oh boy! And in some senses, it was, wasn't it? Tim? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's well, that's why those guys wrote that. You know, oh boy. Here's, I mean, there's. Oh, we gotta. I, I'm sorry. I have to collect my thoughts here because I'm my brain is hitting this from six or seven different angles, uh-huh. and I got to do it in a linear fashion so it makes sense. First right. of all, so funny that Chris Jansen, who is a country artist, would decide to address uh, anything because country music yeah. is famously uh, it just has its head in the sand when it comes to. Uh, any sort of cultural happening. So I'm surprised. Sure. I'm surprised that these guys knew this was going on. Like the Me Too movement, movement they they do not know what that is, and that's mean of me to say. But I'm upset, so I can say it. Yeah. Uh, well, right. Exactly. If we're going to do any lecturing from the pulpit here, it's it's generally just to say, make sure you go have you you call your mama every month that's right and the cold beer tastes delicious and remember right exactly to watch nascar (laughs) good luck that's pretty much it and so right to to hear us um lectured to in a way and here's the thing offering a like i said his intentions are good and advocating for uh (laughs) consent (laughs) yeah is great that's great but the bar is literally on the floor, and Chris just took a s- shuffled <laughs> just, over it, and he looked, and he just seems so very proud of himself. Oh, he is so pleased with himself. I can't even tell you how how glad he is and how proud he is to have done that. I like. I know he the. Only real bit of trivia I know about this is that he wanted uh, Tim McGraw to sing it, um, but then apparently Chris Jansen's wife uh-huh. um, told him he should do it himself. And I have no further commentary on that, but that is true. Um, but it's and it's also you know what I also love about it, just as a fun sort of country twist, is mm. you know, uh, country music has a long-standing tradition of those fun twist titles you know uh, oh yeah George jones he stopped loving her today great song he stopped loving her because he died right. oh and that's sort of your punchline country music at its best has a hilarious or uh thought-provoking or whatever punchline because that's the best way i can describe it it's fun and Calling a song "Drunk Girl" and then in the middle of the first verse you say "Take a drunk girl home" and then it turns out to be what to do then? And the thing that you're doing is leaving her alone because that's the difference between a boy and a man. The thing you're doing 
is deciding not to commit sexual assault. Yep, and that's how you know you're a man and not a boy. Which apparently which is... requires a song to be written about. Well, I mean, which is sad. <laughs> I mean, right? There's so there's a lot of layers of uh, the failed human condition here but that's why i'm saying i don't totally begrudge chris who i i understand is a father of four kids uh i understand at you know chris as a father of children of daughters (laughs) yeah daughters even surely has has strong feelings about respecting women and respecting consent but if we're saying that the difference between a boy and a man is not raping a woman that is uh quite literally what he's saying i mean i like i i perhaps there are kinder ways to read it but um perhaps i i just don't know and i mean and also so another another great thing uh which i'm sure we all clocked uh he gets sort of a fun a fun reward at the end, doesn't he? Yes, he, he does. He, he, she calls him. She calls him up and she says, thank you for not uh, <laughs> exercising any sort of uh, power over me oh. as a man. That was great of you. Um, and you know what? Thank God he stops there because I'm sure there was a fourth verse that had oh. them getting married or something. Good so. Lord. Right. Exactly. If there, if that led to a date or anything, I mean. Oh, Yeah. I guarantee you that's a verse on the cutting room floor and good job on whoever didn't let it in the song. <laughs> and and that whole, the line of, oh, you know, she must be a, a bachelorette oh, or going she, through a break. Yeah. Must she, bud? I've never met a girl at a bar, I'll say this right now, who was <laughs> not either a bachelorette or going through a breakup. And so I get what he's saying. I yeah, get right. It. Fair enough, I guess. I... <laughs> I consulted my wife on this. I I played her the song. I said, "Just what's your what's your reaction to this? How do you feel about this song? <laughs> should I give it to Tim McGraw?" Yeah. <laughs> she said, "No, honey, you should sing this." She said, "She doesn't want anyone taking her home under any circumstance if she's drunk out of her mind. Don't just <laughs> just leave her alone. Just if yeah." If she seems to be having a bad time, she's falling out of her dress, Chris. Just stick with your crew and right. back off. I mean, right. Maybe, like, find Tell the, the rest of her bachelorette party. Yeah, right. Just, like, have... It's not really... <sighs> Don't take not, her home. It's not really on you. Uh, Perhaps the message should just be, if you see a woman drunk at a bar... Let her live her life the way she would let you live yours if you were drunk, you idiot. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's just one of the... It's such a ham-fisted, perfect example of what's happening in country music. Yes. Oh, it is phenomenal. It is a, a full case study. Country music is so painfully uh, just tripping behind everybody else and never really catching up when it comes to things like, I don't know, perhaps the Me Too movement or perhaps um, cultural politics in general or um, talking about drugs in a song. I mean, who could forget Brad Paisley's uh, really killer work, Accidental Racist? You remember that song? 
I sure do. To the man that waited on me at the Starbucks down on Main. I hope you understand when I put on that T-shirt. The only thing I meant to say is I'm a Skinnerd fan. Oh. Oh. Long low whistle there. Red flag on my chest somehow's like the elephant in the corner of the sound. Somehow. And I just walked him right in the room. Ugh. Somehow it's like that. Just a proud rebel son with an old can of worms. I just I just would have let this one lie, Brad. I would have just not touched it. I'm just a white man coming to you from the Southland, trying to understand what it's like not to be. I'm proud of where I'm from. And that's and this is the thing, man. Brad is a white man from the Southland, and and he's he's trying to understand what it's like to not be. Well, he's, tr- he's trying. <laughs> We're all trying. Chris Jansen is trying to give us good advice. Yeah. It's, oh boy. And it just it's such a it's such a depressing exercise to to go through this stuff and, and listen to these moments when country music tries to sort of step into social battles mm-hmm. like this. Right. Well, because, and Accidental Racist was widely panned, if you of recall. Course. And of course it was. <laughs> uh, but then, I mean, it, it it's, it's fascinating to me because the people who make these decisions about mm-hmm. country music songs, they did not think that would happen, I guess. No, right. Yeah, they thought, this is a good one. This yeah. is this is great. We should put this on a major label album. And you know what? I bet like I bet they almost skated under the wire because people like they just don't know what's going on. They are it's such a insulated world. The uh the universe, I'll say, like the in-universe rules of the of country music don't really deal with that stuff, nor do they deal with uh taking a drunk girl home for any reason other than the one that we expected him to be singing about. Mm. Uh, but, you know, the Chris Jansen song, people love that. They think that's an amazing song. And because I guess we've really never never heard anything like it, especially <laughs> from a country artist. So no wonder it was almost song of the year. I would yeah. say it was the song of that year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all just... We're we're past the point of parody at this point, right? It's 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 we can just talk in circles now. There's nothing. I don't know what else to say. I don't either. It's a shame that it's this way because there are things that I love about country music. We'll talk about them sometime. Not this time. Friday night football, Saturday last call, Sunday hallelujah. Your buddies. <laughs> We'll return in a moment. Talking about, let me hear you say, truck, yeah, I want to get jacked up, yeah, let's drink it on up, yeah, with a little bit of luck, I can find me a girl with a truck.
This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by Benjamin Affleck. Matt. Hey, Tim. Why did you unmatch me? It's me. (laughs) Oh, boy. It's me, he says. Ben Affleck. We all see. So this is this is this was Ben shows up on my Twitter feed every two weeks. Yep, that's right. And for honestly, a different reason. <laughs> always fine with it. It's great. This time he showed up because a someone on TikTok shared a video. Uh, she was saying that she matched with Ben Affleck on some like dating app for celebrities. I don't know. It's called Raya, and you don't have to be a celebrity. You just have to be really cool. Ah. That's that's all I'll say. Okay. Sounds good. So, bro, are you on it? That's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she matched with Ben Affleck, but she thought it was fake, because of course you would think it's fake, because it's Ben Affleck. And so she, you know, swiped whatever direction one swipes to, um, <laughs> to be done with that person. And then she got a video from Ben saying, Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. It's like from the perspective of his chin. And it's yep. it's just a beautifully terrible shot. And he just looks like a sad sack, which is how he's looked for the last yes, five years. And, we, and I love it. I'm happy for that's him. That's why he shows up on your timeline. Uh, you know, Tim... As always, I do want to thank Ben, just before we forget, for um, choosing us to do this quick, quick ad for him. Real quick. Uh, He's he's not a bad guy. I do want to say that. And I also want to say, personally, I... uh, I don't... I guess I don't really care about the morality of either sending that video to someone or of being the person who then shares it and goes viral for it. Uh-huh. That's between you and Ben Affleck and your <laughs> two separate gods, I suppose. <laughs> but what I do love about this, uh, I think I think people should be doing it more. I think that something like that brings a celebrity down to the level of just a regular thirsty person and I think that's great. That's a really good way for us to be seeing celebrities as just just a click away <laughs> rather than living in some ivory tower where they're making more money than we ever will and having a great time. I think that it's great. Let them get down here in the dirt with the rest of us and do their best and take their punches uh, it'll be better for everyone. That's what I think. Everybody gets thirsty sometimes. <laughs> and he made some, you know, he made a decision. And yeah, the guy just wants to be mortal. In that moment, he didn't want to be Ben Affleck. Although he, it was important to the video that he was well, specifically I think ben I think Affleck. that's the tension that we all are responding to, really. <laughs> because he, you know, it, it, I actually, in thinking about it now, like, if I were a big celebrity and I was looking for some and I got unmatched, I would actually reach out and be like, I mean, I don't know if I would have done it in that exact way, but I would have been like, it's me. It is. I would have said, look, I mean, this isn't a fake. Hit me up. 
Uh, right. Because, I don't. Yeah. I don't know why he did it like that, but that's that's his choice, I suppose. It's a tough spot for our guy Ben to be in. <laughs> we respect him. We respect the hell out of him because he gave us a little bit of money to keep this pod going <laughs> and uh, directed and Argo. <laughs> that's that's true. And we did love that movie, didn't we? <laughs> I guess we did. Oh, boy. I guess we did. (laughs) And so to Ben, we say, don't worry about it. (laughs) This too shall pass. Yep. And um, good luck out there. Go Sox. Ear Buddies is back. We're having a bad time this week. (sighs) But I have a show and tell that will make it worse. Oh, I do too. That's great. Why don't you go first? (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I give you just one of those country songs that's a big deal right now. This is called Drinking Beer, Talking God. Amen. Is it actually called that? Breathe in the backwoods and let it go. I ain't never been the church going time. Can't quote much past 316. Even though it's a Friday night, church found me. Sitting here, drinking beer, talking God. Amen. Killing time. There we go. With some down home friends. Oh, my Lord. Chase Rice. And our friends at Florida Georgia Line. Pandering. You would think that that phrase or any variation of that phrase or those phrases, drinking beer, talking God, ought to be copyrighted by now. Absolutely. And, and they should have to pay an extremely large sum every time they want to use that. <laughs> Here up there tonight, and there's folks like us sitting here drinking beer, talking God. Amen. It's a great big chorus. It's a sing-alongable. This is the thing, man. Country music is fun. Oh, the at its at its best, it is just an absolute blast. But the best is hard to come by now. It's just it's it's just it's tough because so like eighty percent of mainstream country music right now is just sort of simmering at a four you know oh boy at a four for effort at a four for performance and it's just a big shiny loud chorus yep and it's just it's tough it's infuriating because country music is a i mean in all theory and history a great vessel for nuance yes you know you could do some real cool stuff and a lot of people are but most of them aren't uh and it's just disgusting and even like not to not to pound a an already pounded nail but the lyrics to that chorus just i mean we all heard it but then it's like killing time living life with some down home friends when the world's gone crazy, man, it all makes sense. Okay, so what are you saying? That's the other thing, man, is so much of this of the stuff that we hate here is just a tone poem, basically. It's <laughs> we're just it's just a scene and nothing happens. I mean it's it's 
It's useless. It's absolutely worthless. Yep. Not that tone poems are useless. <laughs> but no, that is a good way to describe just, what's happening. There's no motion. There's no direction. It's just... It's a vibe. It's just... And, hey, guys, and it's what, if we were in, what if we were in a field with beer? That's it. What, That's all you what need. If we were, what if we were on a boat? That's an al- You've got a whole album there. <laughs> Easy as that. Just sort of uh, hypotheticals. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got this week? <sighs> Tim, so I wanted to shove it a little bit in a slightly different direction. Please. Um, than what we've been ranting about sort of this whole time. I want to circle back to the, well, the September 11th, 2001. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> what a way. And, yeah, great. And it, it's, it's not the one, it's not <clears throat> the obvious polls, uh, but it is a song that I consider the funniest song in the world. And, oh, no. And it's not supposed to be. Um, but it is a it is a little tune called "Made in America" by Toby Keith. Yes. This was released in 2011, by the way. <laughs> These guitars. My old man, sad old man, spent his life living off the land. Dirty hands and a clean soul. It breaks his heart seeing foreign cars filled with fuel and Keep listening. And wearing cotton we didn't grow. <laughs> He's got the red, white, blue, blind high on the farm. Semper Fi tattooed on his left arm. Spent a yes. little more in the store for a tag in the back and says USA. He ain't prejudiced. So that, I believe, is the current uh, Republican Party platform set to music. I, that's sort of... I mean... That's all you need to know, really. Right, where else... Yeah, what else is there to say? Yeah, exactly. Just go hug a, hug an American flag and you're good. Yeah, so... I uh, know it's, it's a little just more of the same. I'm sure there's probably a hilarious bridge, but... That's that is just what I wanted to bring up because uh, anyone who has been anyone in country music hates Toby Keith, which is just, as I would just want to say the chicks, uh, Chris Christopherson again. They all hate that too, so that's fair. But uh, it's just that is the other that is one of the other main uh, I guess branches of country music. Um, subject matter which is just boy doesn't it rock to be in the US of A and isn't it horrible when people aren't or want us to you know want is it horrible to... when we import oil <laughs> right uh, what is it fil- or wearing cotton we didn't grow oh. what Toby what? what fine but it's just that is another reason I just wanted to share why country music has really just strayed so far from it's blessed roots and it's too bad because once again uh america has sort of ruined its own thing <laughs> I, I guess bro we just we just need we just need one or two of the big country music producers to listen to this app 
and then say, oh, we could do it differently. And that could be it. <laughs> well, of course, that is the hope with every one of these episodes that uh, one of the industry bigwigs or I guess the president of Netflix or um, Barack Twitch Obama or something. <laughs> sure, right. Maybe Barack Obama would Joe Rogan, hear what we're what we're trying to say. The guy at Spotify. Daniel, whoever that is, that's right. Daniel Radcliffe. That Daniel Radcliffe. Um, anybody. I would really. be so happy if anyone any one of those dudes <laughs> gave us Just, a listen. Hit us up, check it out, <laughs> tell your friends, and um, let us know if there's anything that we can do when it comes to uh, changing the face of country music today. See you later, buddy. <laughs> See you later, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>